Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Big, Big, Big Mood. Mood. Uh, I am your host today. You got Gina. You got Nikki. Tiff. And Jess. And today's episode is just a, just a catch-up. We want to catch up on everyone's lives. Yeah. Catch up to all this energy that I mustered. Okay. Yeah. All right. Eminem reference. I yeah, feel like but it is. it's like a pun. Ketchup, oh. mustard. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we're doing this episode. That's what we're doing this episode. All right. Well, but we're going to catch up because, you know, life has been crazy. It's been a few months since we've mm. done a catch-up episode. I feel like a lot of things have happened. Particularly and, uh, in Gina's life. Very publicly that yeah. we haven't spoken about in this show. Oh, yeah, we haven't yes. yet. Uh-uh. What's up with we that? always do like topics, it on so we never show. really. Yeah, I didn't. Oh, you didn't? No, David covered it. Oh, on his own. I like how David, David covered took my the life. Views. <laughs> David stole all of you. We're not getting views because David's it's not even. So... No, but we actually have the person that it happened to. Yeah. Right? I'm like, stealing David's you, views. <laughs> why did you do this without me? He had an Ed. I'm like, all right, that's cool. Whatever. <laughs> I, I am celebrity gossip, right? It's funny. Yeah, life has been. Yeah, how does it feel to have people talking about you now? Yeah. So oh, their show. You get to be the tea, <laughs> right? Oh my god! It, like this is crazy. The first time I decided to go public with whoever I'm dating, it turned out to be like the worst. Yeah. And it has. And now the whole internet knows that I had yeah. chlamydia. Yeah. And it's like, hey, all right. it's okay, girl. I had chlamydia for free in college too. Wow. <laughs> for free. You guys are nasty. Didn't even get oh, a boyfriend. Nasty. Didn't even get a boyfriend. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah put a stigma on you. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, it's been fucking crazy, man. Because you guys know me. Like, 11 years in this business, I never go public mm-hmm. with a relationship ever. Like, I'll tell stories and whatever. I never say names. And I always change the date on things. Yeah, on but... your Instagram stories, it's always for close friends. Whenever yeah. you do story your man. Mm-hmm. Or if Ooh, I post... You have to be careful with that. What if you forget to hit that button? Oh, yeah. Right? Thank God I haven't. But... Mm-hmm. Shit's been wild, man. I okay, so fill everyone in for the people uh, that don't know. If you don't yeah. know, you should follow Gina on TikTok because then yeah, you that's the where the long story, story is. There's right? like ten. Is it ten? Ten stories. It's about ten parts. Yeah, yeah. ten sixty-second parts. Um, so you were dating this guy. You finally thought like, ah, oh, cute relationship time. Yeah. So yeah. I was dating this guy that I met on TikTok. Um, very out of character for me because I never date anyone younger than me. But I figured like he seemed to be very. How much mature. younger than you? He, I'm thirty-one. He was twenty-five. So Ooh, I'm like six, yeah. years. six years. Yeah, that's a bit. Cougar. Yeah, under twenty six. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, which is usually my no. deal too. Under thirty is not really my thing. And that's no mm. offense to all of you under twenty six. It's just you're gonna be a different person after twenty six. Yeah. yeah, you will. You're you're just getting to know yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, we dated for two months. We've known each other for like six or seven months, but we dated for two months because of like, just he just seemed very mature and he like convinced me and you know like. Oh, yeah, you know, I was homeless at one point and I was in the military and all that. Um, And the type of person I am is I'm very I like to give people a benefit of doubt, you know, as as kind of a dickhead as I am. I'm, you know, I try to see the good in people. Yeah. So we dated for two months, especially when they have abs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, especially when they have that fucking like knife look too. You, like you like people that have that yeah. like sharp fucking handsome face. Jawline. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we dated for two months. It was brief, um, but we had like the whole like commitment talk. Like you know, he's committed to me. He doesn't want to talk to anyone. Long story short, he uh, dumped me out of nowhere, saying that I had trust issues because I questioned him about something. Because for some reason, I couldn't trust him the whole entire relationship. Something your just, gut knew. Yeah, your yeah. intuition's never wrong. And I figured. Um, it was just like, maybe I'm overthinking things, you know? And uh, dumped me saying I had trust issues. And for two weeks, I was like, 
very confused. I'm like, we never argued. We never had problems or anything. So it was very out of the blue mm-hmm. and completely. Red flag. Yeah. Completely just like refused to reply. Like I sent one text message after we split and he didn't reply. I'm like, that's all right. You so know, random. Very random. You got too close to the fire. Yeah. To the truth. Exactly. So uh, for two weeks, I was like questioning myself. Like I very much doubted myself. Yeah. Yeah. Because you, you had just wreck. been covering that in therapy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, two weeks later, I, me and our group of TikTok buddies were all in a group chat, him included. And we discussed like, do you want to go? Are we all going to this, this drive-in theater event? It's an Asian-American drive-in theater event hosted by an Asian-American production uh, app and whatever of our friends, David Choi and Abe and all them. And I'm like, yeah, let's, let's go. Originally, it was me, him, and our other two friends that planned to go but then the whole tiktok crew decides to go this was planned a month before but now that we're split it's like all right whatever uh he saw that i was going in the chat and i figured he didn't reply so i figured he's not gonna go because he doesn't want anything awkward but then on the way there i found out through our friends that he was gonna be there i was like oh okay cool fine and then it's (laughs) by some miracle of god i have no idea how this happened it was karma it was a universe or something they it was the first come first serve park where they like assign drive-in they, theater. they tell you where to drive right okay. my car throughout the whole theater gets parked right behind his and i was like oh shit this is gonna be a little bit awkward but it's fine like my car our friend's car later on i found out david was right next to us too mm-hmm. um but his car was right in front of ours and i was like oh shit you know i'm not gonna make it weird if he wants to come hang out with our friends of course i'm not gonna make it weird but then i saw like a second shadow in the passenger seat and i was like what the fuck and then our friend's like no he wouldn't do that you know, it's fucked up. So they all went over to say hi to him. It was another girl. And uh, he stepped out of his car real quick. And he's like, oh, but, you know, don't say anything about what I do for a living. She doesn't know. And then everyone came, the group came back to me. They were like, that's really fucked up that he brought a girl knowing that you would come when mm-hmm. you guys only split two weeks before. Mm-hmm. And then one, a couple of the guys didn't know that we dated. And the whole group was just kind of questioning, like, where did he meet this girl if she doesn't know what he does? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. weird. You know, for someone with 2.7 million on TikTok. How it's does she weird not know? To, to date someone that's not your fan. <laughs> <laughs> so a couple of guys I didn't know we were dating mentioned or they, they said, oh, yeah, he briefly mentioned earlier that he met her on Hinge, a dating app. And that's when everything came spilling out because our whole group was like, what the fuck? Like, he's told us since day one, I don't believe in dating apps. They make men weak. Mm-hmm. I think it's cheap dating. I don't. Everyone should get off of it. Hypocrite. Hypocrite. Projection. Huge projection. And then so we all start talking like. One person's like, yeah, you know what? I did notice that he was a hypocrite about this. Another one's like, yeah, I did notice that he did this. And it all started coming out slowly, right? And then um, I remember that a family member of one of his exes tried to comment on my videos once um, saying, like, why are you talking to this guy? Why are you working with him? He's a piece of shit and he cheated on my cousin. I thought it was just a hater. I remember texting it to him, too, <laughs> saying, like, oh, look at this. He's like, oh, geez, never heard that one before. That's crazy. So I was like. I remember that. So I went back on our text message, find that photo of that uh, user, message that user, and she put me in touch with the ex-girlfriend. So I hit up the ex-girlfriend. I'm like, hey, something doesn't seem right. I know this is really fucking weird. Can we talk about this? And she's like, oh, yeah, dude, let's let's talk about it. I'm like, yeah, you know, I just f- saw him with a girl that he met on a dating app. He said he doesn't believe in dating apps. And she's like, uh, really because he met me on a dating app and then he met the girl he cheated on me with on a dating app Uh, everything came out Uh, everything came out literally everything it's like lie after lie lie after lie lie. lie. 
like and then I got in touch with another girl that he gave chlamydia to and she informed him in January she called him up she's like hey I have chlamydia I got it from you I haven't slept with anyone else before you so it's definitely from you you know she's been like celibate before that and he was like okay I'll get it checked well he, he told her in January I was with him in January we had already started dating Mm. And, and he, he didn't never get... told me Ugh. why wouldn't he try to get clean too he least. claims he claims it's oh because i figured i didn't have any symptoms so i wouldn't have what it oh my god like this is like weapons grade stupidity Jesus. by the way there's a full google doc on Gina's right so Twitter if you want to check it out so the so girls... where the, all the overlap of lies mm-hmm. are so originally messages. that google doc was just me and his two ex-girlfriends that he cheated on and all the lies and everything right well after i posted the videos on tiktok everything went viral like within a few hours and then I thought I was done for the night I did my last video but then I started getting message after message after message from all these women that live in LA hey I met him too on I matched with him and he did this and he did that and he did that like these terrible stories I was about to just go to bed but then I got all these messages I was like what the fuck like this is you think you know somebody yeah Yeah, like it was insane to me how like disgusting does that make you feel to know that there's just like hundreds of girls in LA that classic yeah. narcissist behavior. it's just insane like yeah. in, i I'm, i was just like i'm not the person to hear this story because i'm already fucking angry at the state <laughs> yeah. at the state of men and the state of dating and i'm like mm, i'm just reading all this shit like mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm, i knew it i feel like they're an old all married trash. woman in the corner yeah. like, yeah. like yeah, is that what the kids are doing <laughs> yeah, these yeah. <laughs> so you know all those messages came out it, it and it really really hit me that so the reason why i went public in the first place is not because he cheated on me not because i don't give a fuck about that you know or he lied or he gave me an std it's fine i don't care but when i found out that he knew and knowingly gave me the std mm-hmm. burn and found out that he was sleeping with other people also knowing that he had it this became like a public health issue and this is when i realized like i can't just let this happen mm-hmm. because if you guys don't know chlamydia if you leave it for too long it can render a woman um infertile yeah yeah and that's really devastating so i decided fuck now i have to go public like this i I felt like it was like a responsibility at this point Mm -hmm. because so many women came out and i realized he was doing this to so many women he was continuing to do it um so when public, all these messages came out. And I was like, all right. So I started screenshotting all these messages. Of course, I asked them for consent first, changed all their names, put them in the Google Drive. The Google Drive became like about 100 or a little bit over 100 slides. Oh, my God. Jeez. Like 20-something women came out. Um, me, one, two, and three other women confirmed with chlamydia from him. Wow. And he also like keep trophies from you guys too, like jewelry yeah. and oh, stuff. Yeah. Jewelry, like he from his ex-girlfriends, he would wear it. That's he a classic sign, too. Yeah. The trophies. So I, demand, I demanded to get mine back. Um, Did have you? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. He was too much of a coward. He gave it to our mutual friend to give it to us. Mm. Um, but, like, all these things started coming out, like, even lying about what he did in the military, where he used to work, um, just everything. It was crazy. Like, our group of friends was heartbroken, too, because one of them was very close to him. Mm-hmm. And our group of friends was just like... Who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, like, that makes you question really your own weird. choices in mm-hmm. picking people too, right? right? Like, you well, can't no, help. not really. Like, I don't blame 
like I can't really super blame myself or our friends because we yeah. all got fooled. Yeah, you know, so that's not your fault. Are. Yeah, you know, it's definitely not your fault. But I can see like, how like the mentality can go that that way yes. and spiral to make that you way. Feel yes. a, like, yeah. uneasy for at least a, a time being. Like, yes, yeah, holy exactly. shit! What, They're know. really char- charismatic, though. Mm-hmm. Like that's how they get where they are and how they stay narcissistic. Yeah. So, yeah, I did at one point. I was kind of mad at myself. Like, how the fuck did I let this guy in when I'm yeah. very closed off? Yeah. You know, and I was talking to our group of friends who, like, some of them are very seasoned in the entertainment business. And they were, we were all really upset. Like, we've spent vacations with you, like, trips and all this. Like, we let you into our home. Like, who the fuck mm. are you? Yeah. Um, they get off on finding your weak spots and, like, exploring. Yeah. I think they, they, they go for, like, the strongest, the yeah. smartest, the, you know, like, because yeah. it's more of a game for them. And it that, is. It feeds their ego even it's more like when challenge. they can get they, the they, person that's at the mm-hmm. top. You know? exactly. And they can find someone that's so strong, they can find their weak spots. Yeah. 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 And then when we met, I was at a very vulnerable point. Like, I went through, like, two traumas and some crazy shit, and he knew that. So I was extremely vulnerable. And so... Perfect. Yeah. Um, but long story short, all that happened. He got canceled hard. He released like a written notes app fucking apology. apology oh, yeah, I read that. That was garbage. The apology was so bad. It was, it really was bad. like a pity, a pity plea. It was yeah. like, but it was okay. Like, I'm sorry, but look at all the stuff that happened to me. Yeah, <laughs> like, but it was also like it didn't look genuine at all. At all. Like, and then yeah. he did the video one, right? That was bad. Where he like, where he was like yeah. reading off. I'm just off like a screen. That's the worst apology I've ever seen. It made like, it so much worse. Ever. Yeah. He didn't address anything that he did. He was brought up Native American people for some reason. That was weird. That yeah. was weird. We were like, what the fuck was that? Um, didn't address anything. But he pretty much got canceled um, when this all burned. And cr- like, all of our, like, one of our close friends, the one mutual close friend that we have that considered him a brother, was like, the whole time, I was like, you need to apologize to Gina in person. You have to do it. You have to do it. But he was like, no, my conscience is clear. I did nothing wrong. Oof. I just pathological liar. And then so he finally... Even to went... himself. He's light, he's light to himself mm-hmm. so much. Like, he, he believes, believes his own lies. Yeah. So he finally texted saying, hey, I've, I want to apologize. Like, two weeks after this all came crashing down on him. and a, Or a week and a half or two. I'm like, all right, sure. He's like, well, however, what you want? I'm like, do it in person at my house. Like, I just want to see what happens. Like, I want to see what he, you know, see your face. Mm-hmm. Um, a day before he was supposed to come over, another mutual friend of ours. Uh, well, she was a friend of his, but she decided to reach out to me. She's like, hi, um, I feel like I need to tell you this. I just got off the phone with him. And the things he said was just I, I feel like you need to know because I've lost all respect for him. I was like, OK. She's like, he considered me his little sister. But the things he said, I just can't. He said, um, oh, you know, Gina's just this crazy ex. She's making up lies. She's just crazy. You know, those crazy girls. Oh, my God. Of course. I've never been You're a crazy ex. so much of my ex. Oh, my God. I heard all that same shit, too. My, yeah. All my exes are crazy. And they yeah. all, like, make That's up the shit. That's a huge sh- red flag. And like, then, what do they have in common? And all the trophies. And, all, and mm-hmm. then he says, I don't know why she's overreacting about the chlamydia. She's being so dramatic. Oh, my God. Oh. And I was like, okay. Oh. And this was a day Big before. Yikes. Yeah, a day before he was supposed to come over to apologize. Right. After texting me, I want to like, apologize. oh, bitch, you want to see me overreact? Yeah, like, right? You want to see crazy? You haven't seen crazy. Yeah. Like, this is just, I'm not, like, you haven't seen me go crazy, you know? So he comes over to apologize. Um, but, you know, desperate men could be dangerous. So just to be safe, I had two of my buddies come over. One of them is a Special Forces uh, uh, Army veteran. Mm-hmm. Um, and he 
he's met this guy before. I don't give a fuck. His name's Rechoy. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, Rechoy. Uh, Rechoy. even his real name, is it? Samuel Choi. Mm-hmm. And um, so he's met my special forces buddy before and just like was gushing all over him because he's that's everything he's ever wanted to be. You know, he wanted to be that military veteran, whatever. So when he came over, all of us were armed, but hidden, of course. We can't brandish. That's not okay. So when he came over, he rang my doorbell. My friend came out. He's like, back up, back up. Like, he petted him down, had what? him empty his pockets into a Tupperware. You have a doorbell cam, right? I do. do you, I watched the whole thing. This? I recorded it. That's yeah. hilarious. I gotta see this. Absolutely. <laughs> we, need some, like, we need to, like, put some of that image in, into this video right now. <laughs> so he came in. Um... I was sitting here. He was sitting facing me. My friends were sitting behind him facing him just in case he tries to do anything. I wasn't really scared because I realized how much of a little bitch he was. He's actually mm-hmm. super weak. Yeah, yeah, he's actually yeah. really Weakest. weak. Yeah. Even though he always boasted about like, I'm a man, I'm a mm-hmm. manly, whatever. But how he handled this whole situation, how he couldn't... I realized like he's... You're, you're kind of a very weak, small man. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's how they are. Yeah. yeah. So, they get their power from... Sucking off mm-hmm. of strong people. Yeah. yeah. exactly down. what weak people do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I recorded the whole entire apology. And for legal purposes, I asked him questions for him to have to admit to things that he could deny. Like, do you know, you know, that girl that told you initially that you had chlamydia? He's like, yes. I'm like, when? He said January. I'm like, what's her name? He said her name. I'm like, good. So that's on camera, you know? And, and then I was like, so I heard you said that I was overreacting about the chlamydia yesterday. Mm-hmm. and you're saying that I was a crazy bitch and then he's like what I'm like yeah your friend told me so I don't think you're fucking sorry at all and then he was like okay I'm sorry I didn't mean that I'll take it back like, oh my God. but the best part was because he's always said that I'm a man I'm born integrity loyal like manly man I asked him about his military service and then my friend who um, was a staff sergeant at one point I, I think yeah a staff sergeant, I don't remember um, chewed him out like full on chewed him out. I got scared because I've never seen him like this. Like, who the fuck are you to say that you were spec ops? Like, my brothers have died in that uniform. You don't get to fucking say that. You never disrespect my uniform. Yeah, that stolen yeah. dollar thing is like a big no no. Yeah. So, like I said, my friends were sitting behind him, and then he's like, "Were you in the military?" He's like, "Yes." And he goes, "You fucking look at me when you answer me." <laughs> he like went all drill sergeant. Yeah, and I was like. <laughs> oh shit like i've never i love seen... how he was petting your cat while he was doing this yeah. too that was my favorite part the, oh, the drill cat. sergeant yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was all petting his cat it was amazing oh. um well uh you know hopefully you shaved your leg. <laughs> did you shave your legs during you this your legs confrontation during... <laughs> yeah, he's, he's shaving his legs now crushing these segways crush it <laughs> well oops uh, he's not very sharp, is he? I'll tell you what is sharp. I'll tell you what is sharp. Yes. Billy, thanks to our sponsor, Billy. So, you know how our women's razors, they always have that stupid pink tax. For some reason, they want to charge us more just because we're women to buy a razor. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. So, yeah. personally, and I know a lot of women do this, I have used and bought men's razors because mm-hmm. they tend to in my opinion, they work better. They end up not giving you that pink tax. So I pay less for mm-hmm. good razors, good quality razors, but not anymore, buddy. You know why? Because now I got Billy. 
So Billy is the best razor out there for those days when you want that extra smooth shave with no pink tax, no visit to the drugstore, and no breaking the bank. You can go to mybilly.com to get their starter kit for just $9. It's so affordable and includes their award-winning razor, two refill blades, and a cult favorite magnetic holder. Go to mybilly.com to meet the razor that made everyone start talking about razors. And to express a little love for our show, go to mybilly.com mood. It's a small way you can support us while getting the best razor you will ever own. It's just $9 to get your starter kit plus free shipping always. Go to mybilly.com mood spelled mybilly.com slash mood. It's so cute. They have like a little holder that yeah, sticks to the Yeah, it's like a magnetic wall. holder. Yeah. The whole packaging is adorable. It Super is. adorable. Also want to give a shout out to Noom. It's not just about weight loss, like the way that you think about it traditionally. It's about how to build healthy habits and just become a healthier person in general. It's based in science. It's built by psychologists. And Noom doesn't give you the rules, but instead teaches you how to change your mindset so that you can accomplish your personal health goals, stick with them long term, and get healthy for good. Um, I felt like... I had a snacking habit um, only when I had anxiety or stress. And I didn't realize that the two were connected until I went through the program and I went through the app and it kind of like asks you like, you know, what to just be more aware, like what times do you grab these these snacks or, you know, what times do you do these bad habits? And to be more aware of it, you, you know, journal, um, do different things, and then uh, different exercises that can help you. So it's only 10 minutes a day, and the tone of the program works with your lifestyle. You don't have to commit to a rigorous plan. Uh, it's based in psychology, and it uses the cognitive behavioral approach, which means you're not just improving your health, you're gaining the knowledge and habits you need to stay healthy. And that's the important part, because you, you might have crash diets, and then you like you lose weight, but then you gain it right back because mm -hmm. your mindset didn't change. You just yeah. like did a crazy like thing. A this is like, yeah, this is like an ongoing lifestyle change. And everyone's busy. That's why Noom doesn't demand much of your time. It's just 10 minutes a day. There's a science to getting healthier. It's called Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash big mood. Learn how to get healthy with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash big mood. Ready to learn how to live healthier? Sign up for Noom today at N-O-O-M dot com slash big mood. But I don't want to take up, you know, all the time about the story. If you guys want to know That's about definitely it. the juiciest thing. Yeah. Happened. I got nothing going on. I, got, I learned all about having an inflatable hot tub, but you know, I'll get to that. <laughs> I got stuff going Jess, on. Jess has stuff going yeah, on. Jess, stuff. Take it away, about Jess. That. But if you guys want to know the whole story, go to my TikTok. Yes. 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 It's it's really a very long and insane roller coaster it of is. a story. So highly that was the trailer. highly recommend. Yeah. Yeah. That Dig was just in. a trailer. Yeah. It's like it's like documentary style. Yeah. Get the Netflix series. If you want to right scare here. yourself from dating in the in LA and in the current period in time uh yeah, yeah. that story will definitely do it for you you know yep predator on the loose let's say I or mean you get to yeah. learn from this experience though and then now yeah. you know the red flags yeah 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 I've I've learned I've learned a lot <laughs> yeah. but I've also learned that when I'm angry I'm at my best yeah <laughs> you're, you're the calmest yeah I am you the calmest, focus, right? At my best, You're at my pinnacle. Chaos. Chaos. Never have I seen Gina prep a Google Doc before. I know, yeah, I know. You did more work for this than you've done for our entire show for in like a year. <laughs> I have to be angry. Yeah, you know. I'm gonna, gonna like chronologically I'm gonna ordered. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna piss you off every time we have a shoot day. <laughs> my my lawyer buddies hit me up like. Dude, you could have been a great prosecutor. I, know. I was like, thanks, man. If you had man. gone to school, <laughs> you could have been a pretty good lawyer. 
But Jess, what about you? What yeah, you, you just got to? back from Texas. So, Texas, yeah. what's going on there? So, Texas, big announcement. All right, here I we guess. go. Uh, I don't even know if I've told you guys everything that I've had planned or I've been doing. I have no idea what's going on. Um, so I'll get okay. I'm gonna just say what's happening, and then we'll start from the beginning of, of my, my like Your mental my journey. mental journey. Yes, okay. mm-hmm. I'm just so, gonna say first though, if Jess leaves us in any way whatsoever at any capacity, I'm offing myself. No, that's not true, Gina. First of all, you can't say that, and second of all, oh shit, that's right. You that. said that you would hang out at every single yes. hangout, or else she you would leave, yep. and then you, and you ditched us the, the first hangout. hangout. So she's the leaving very out. first fucking you hangout. The it's your fault. The very first, the, the, the most, one at my house. Okay, do you know why? Because of all the read shit. <laughs> I was getting an STD test. <laughs> all right. No, it wasn't that day. No, Sunday. no you were at lunch no, with you your were brother. Like my brother you was thought, in town oh, that's my brother one. Okay, sorry. Yeah. My brother was in town. Sorry. No, but I loved him. We were the like, day bring your brother, bitch. Yeah. No, but the day before, you thought that that's when we were hanging out, but it was the next yeah. day. So the, the day oh, before, you right. were already canceling on us. Oh, yeah. Try, try it with us. We'll put Don't together look, a Google Doc. Yeah, on you. exactly. You pissed us off. The overlap in lies. Yeah, no way. Let's do a fucking timeline. No, no. What happened was, no, that's no, because we were hanging out Sunday. Was. We were hanging out on a Sunday, but I thought it was a Saturday, so I no woke excuse. up early and no I was excuse. ready. I was ready no to go. Excuse. Anyway, it's your fault. She's leaving. It's your fault. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. I asked you guys what time. They're like, it's tomorrow, bitch. I was like, fuck, my brother's here tomorrow. So I was ready on Saturday. I was up and no, you were trying to you were trying to cancel, on, trying Saturday. To cancel on Saturday. Yes, you, you were. Did. We have this. Fucking, yes, we have the receipts, bitch. Yeah, girl. It's like, okay, Gina, no, I feel bad for Gina news, as far as this situation. Yeah, I want to have the option. I want to have the option. I want to have the option of canceling on Jess. You know, I, know. I don't want to not have yeah. that option anymore. <laughs> that okay, here we go. Um, sorry. So, all of that to say, I have come to the conclusion that I this is very crazy, but I am gonna go ahead and move back to Texas, even though a few short months ago I was like, I'm yeah. never moving back. Hell is magic. Fuck yeah. all you people leaving. Yeah, I think it was like September the last time we we talked about. It. I think Kasim was here and because Ve- I was talking about yeah, moving yeah, to yeah. Vegas, and yeah. you were like, Fuck I no, like, I'm yeah, never no, leaving. <laughs> yeah, so that I guess started the the brain processing of me thinking about it even though at first it was like a hell no but what would that look like nah that's too crazy but what would it look like yeah yeah Yeah. so yeah (laughs) so basically i i've traded in my bmw damn big move big move and um i'm gonna break my lease and move probably at the end of may holy shit that fast yeah so fast i I thought you were initially i was gonna wait until yeah either after my birthday or like november she keeps moving it up so like her lease was uh, it it ended november November, or october yeah 31 don't you moved it up to your birthday and then now it's may don't do it end of may that's mercury retrograde it's the worst but i'm making the decision now okay make your decision now to leave at the end of june so we can have (laughs) your birthday party and it won't be retrograde and things could go smoothly for you but i thought it doesn't matter what you do in mercury retrograde no if you're signing a new lease no, I'm not going to sign the new lease. Okay. I'm just going to stay at my dad's oh. for like a month. But you're traveling. What happens if something happens on the road? Something? Okay, look, I can't live my life around fucking Mercury. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> you're just I was waiting for her to say that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so... Yeah, so yesterday I traded in my BMW, my baby, my my love. You'll my, get her back. Soul. Yeah, you will. She she has my heart with her somewhere she in knows. Los Angeles. She knows. <laughs> and okay, so this is like the lamest shit I'm ever gonna say, but it was my choice to turn in the car, right? Because I started making all these financial plans and doing all these fucking calculations, and I was like, ooh, I'm gonna fucking have this big ass fucking stack of cash if I make a couple of little um, adjustments to my spending. But when it came time to turn in the B- the BMW, I started getting emotional because Aww. I was like, this is my first luxury, like major luxury yeah. purchase. It it symbolized something for me that I hadn't ever 
realized was so big, which was just the achievement of like getting something on my own, mm-hmm. um, feeling like for once that I wasn't just a piece of trash, I guess. Like, and I don't know, like, I mean, getting a nice car doesn't mean you're not a piece of trash or doesn't mean that you are or whatever, but it's just a symbol. Yeah. For me, it was a, a symbol milestone. of like, I, yeah. I got like someone handed me the keys to a $77,000 car and let me drive it. Someone yeah. let me take that yeah. car home, you know? So that meant something to me. Like, it, I guess it was a, just a self-actualization of like, oh, wow, I can do bigger things than where I've been. I mean, I, I was in a shelter at one point with my mom as a kid. So, like, for me, that was a big deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was very emotionally attached to that car. But um, so, like, over December, when it was getting real fucking quiet because of the pandemic was just real bad lockdown i spent a lot of time thinking like about my family life and like things i just started realizing oh you know i'm actually i'm not I'm, like 1200 miles away from my family and then like not being able to see you guys very much either too started making me think of like what's what's really important in life and i'm like well our friendships are are kind of like on a once or twice a month basis anyway and um most of my life i i'm alone in LA. So even though we're super tight, I am still spending a lot of time alone. Even without the pandemic, I feel like we're only going to hang out like two or three times a month. Everyone's just so busy. Like you all have your own lives. And also you guys are trying to be moms and Gina's over here fucking getting all these crazy streaming contracts and shit. And I'm just like, I'm just literally by myself a lot. So then I started thinking, oh, um, you know, maybe, maybe I'll move back like at some point, you know, and then it just it started escalating more and more of like, okay, well, maybe I'll go ahead and move back at the end of this year. I would like to be closer to my dad. Actually, you know, he doesn't have a whole lot of years left. So even if I move back to Texas for like a year or two, at least I got another year or two closer to him and then I could go somewhere else later, blah, blah, blah. So just all of this like stuff like going through my head. I'm like, oh, I should buy a house. I should yeah. start building more assets. Absolutely. Like, I, right now in LA, what I'm doing is just fucking taking cash that we're making and lighting it on fire. Yeah. Like I'm spending a l- shit landlord. ton of money on my rent, spending a shit ton of money on my car, all this stuff. And I'm like, you know what? It's been fun. And I feel like I, I chose to like get that expensive apartment and I chose to get that expensive car because to me it felt like I needed that kind of liberation. Of you like, had your financial hoe face. Yeah, yeah. I, was fi- I was being financially slutty. <laughs> yeah. Right? Even I though like I have that. a life <laughs> Even though I have an MBA and like I understand like finance yeah. and stuff like that but I just wanted to be a whore. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I wanted to be- Let me I be was- impulsive for once yes, in my life. Yes. Yeah. So- it was hot girl financial summer. <laughs> it was. Yeah. It was a yeah. hot girl financial summer. So then but then after you know a few months I was like the, the newness of it were off and I was like, wait, my, I could, I do still like material things. Let me tell you. Yeah. But I was realizing I could take that money now, invest it now and have even more later. So yes. like why kind of blow so much of it now? Whereas, you know, the saying is time in the market. Yes. Like when it comes to compounding, yeah. time is not on your side if right. you do not start early. Yeah. So and I didn't need... start early. Yeah, but, but you're still, you're still <laughs> on the cusp. Like thirties is still okay. Like yeah. you're still going to be fine. 40s, you're going to have to work your fucking ass off. And 50s, you're really going to have to have some miracles being pulled. Mm -hmm. So, like, I think that is the greatest decision you can make. And also, I agree with you having that impulsive year because you'll always, like, have that yearning in you if you didn't get it out of your system. And the fact is, like, now you know you can do that. Mm -hmm. I think that's the whole point is, like, when you grow up poor, you're, like, told no all the time. Like, I can't have that. I can't have that. Mm -hmm. And then when you finally can do it, you're like, oh, shit. Is it the best decision? Maybe not, but at least you get to experience that. Well, I still felt like I was not being that reckless because, like, you know, there's there's these little, like, um, I don't know what you call it, like, rules of finance, right? They're like, don't get a car that's more than 10% of your monthly income. Yeah. 
my car wasn't more than 10% of my monthly income. Even that BMW being as, as expensive as it was, I still didn't pa- surpass that threshold. They're like, your rent shouldn't be more than three or four times your income or whatever. Or, or it should be a third. A third, yeah. or a third or a fourth of your income. I'm like, I meet, I'm meeting all these thresholds. Right. But it's still a lot of dollars that, yeah. that should be going somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, you know what? If you could have an asset under your belt, yeah, that's that would be appreciating way over time. Through. It would. Then at least that's that's a thing that's working for like it's making you money while you don't have to work. Yeah. Then your time and money aren't directly correlated where right. like you're only making the amount of money that you're putting time into. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, I just really decided like I and I started looking at my finances and I made a ton of fucking spreadsheets cuz you know you, I'm a girl. big fucking nerd mm-hmm. and I'm making realized- spreadsheets on different things. <laughs> <laughs> two different things. Two different things. Yeah. Way too different, different priorities. Things. Mine is a fucking verb now. Like you better yeah. not fuck up or I'm a Google drive your ass exactly. bitch. Exactly. <laughs> See what happens. <laughs> So I Google drived my finances. And, um, so I basically, I traded in my BMW. So I had a 2020 X4 M competition series BMW, which I fucking, you'll I get it. You'll get a so better version. Yeah. You'll get but, it back. You know, I traded it in. I got a Chevy Blazer, the RS model, which is a higher level. I still, I couldn't, I had to still be a little bougie. Okay. It's okay. I was, <laughs> I was talking to Nikki. I was like, I can't like go that far now. You know? I approved it. <laughs> Like, okay. but, so basically with that <laughs> new car, steps. with the new car payment and with my insurance will go down because I'm no longer driving a fucking almost $80,000 car, um, I'll be saving $500 a month on car shit. And then moving to Austin, I'll be saving $2,500 a month on rent. So that's three grand yeah. in my pocket. Fuck mm-hmm. yeah. Every that month makes me wet. Not, I'm not doing yeah. anything new or more or different. I'm just not spending. Yeah. And I'm saving three grand. That's going to add up fast. Well, you're going to live in another state, but yeah. Oh, I know, but like with no taxes, with no state taxes, yeah. dude, your money goes There's so no far. There's no state taxes. The yeah. gas is cheaper. It's yeah. like for the gas because I had to get premium gas in my BMW, and we're in LA, so it was like four fifty a gallon. It's like half that in Texas, and yeah. also. I probably my car this car doesn't eat up as much gas as that one so there's just all kinds of little things where I'm like I'm gonna be saving so much money in so many different directions and I just got really inspired who's that YouTuber you're talking about Graham Graham uh, Graham Stephan Graham Steph- yeah. yeah so I, I was watching more of his videos and I was you just should like, also watch Meet Kevin holy fuck Meet Kevin yeah Meet Kevin's amazing is he plug 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 <laughs> I love Meet Kevin he's a YouTuber that he's does... a YouTuber well him and Graham Stephan actually have a, a podcast together with another person uh, or two other people but I only watch them um but grant they're both in real estate and but uh meet kevin is really good at breaking down the numbers and like you can start with ten thousand, and this is how you make a hundred grand in a year or whatever like he's really good at that and i just like the way his brain works and the way that he's a good teacher and like with with numbers and like breaking down specifics so i mean like logically i feel like none of that stuff is really new for me but i but listening to them i think it was more motivating on a psychological level because it's like i've gone through a master's program in business and finance and blah 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 like i know all this stuff i've been an accountant i understand how things work but i never personalized it it. i never thought like oh that that matters to me it's just like this is what you should do and i can list what you're supposed to do but i never internalized those behaviors so i don't have the type of assets that i would like to have had like when i was back in texas and i was working in accounting i had a 401k i had a decent income and all that but when i left and came out here 
to LA to work with Joe, like my income severely dropped. Like he just, yeah. I worked for his company, right, JK? But I was just making enough just to cover like my car payment and my phone bill and stuff. Like I wasn't making more money. But Jess, I thought so you I've moved been... here and you were a gold digger this oh, whole time. Oh yeah, no, I, did. <laughs> yeah. I didn't make more money when I first moved here because he was just like letting me live there for free and he would give me just enough money to like cover my minimum expenses and I was doing stuff for him and his company and stuff. So, and that was fine. That was our agreement. That was totally great. Now we're not together. He's paying me a market wage. So <laughs> thanks, boo. But um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, so I'll have that still as long as that, you know, channel is going. Yeah. I'll still be working for JK and then I'll have this. I'll come fly out for Big you know, our shoots, filming. Yeah. Where are you going to sleep? I mean, I could stay at Tiff's house or whatever. What I'm so excited about is the big, know, yeah. the big mood trips where we get to all go to Texas and like yeah. vlog yeah. in Texas. Awesome. Or then, and then if we you go guys to Vegas. move to Vegas, we're going to be fucking going. Casinos. Yeah. Hella Bellagio. Yeah. It'll be but, so fun. Yeah. I love all that. Um, just having money going into assets, going into investments. It's like compounding so, it's like is the feeling that I got when I started thinking in that direction was like almost a sense of relief. Yeah. Because it's like when you start getting more expensive things, then you start becoming addicted to them. And it's almost like you can't ever go backwards. Otherwise, it's like emotionally difficult. It feels and, like you're failing or something. Yeah, it feels was, like a failure. That was me for a bit. You guys, you guys remember how I went through that designer phase? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I kind of got bored of it. And I'm just like, all right, whatever. That was a waste of money. And yeah, man, I am stingy now. Yeah, it really feels am. better to like it, not yeah. be not. It's almost like the nicer things you have, like you, it feels good. Honestly, it feels great to be in the apartment I'm in. It feels great to have driven that car, but then they start to weigh you down. Yep. Like the like, it's a weird thing that. And I guess rich people probably understand this because a lot of rich people you see, like Mark Zuckerberg or whatever, he just wears a sh- ugly ass sweater. Like yeah, self made millionaires and billionaires aren't. They like, don't care about having nice. Yeah, yeah, I mean, obviously they have mansions and shit, but still, it's just like they know where to put their money and exactly. like where things matter. I think mm-hmm. that's so much more fun, like the game of finances yeah. and like watching mm-hmm. your money grow and make money is like so much more exciting to me than having a fancy bag. I don't know. I don't really get the the, the purse culture. Um, yeah, me. I mean, I, I do get like yeah. having nice things. I, yeah. I like. Uh, I really like home decor, like right. having really nice like cb2 stuff but um i can wait like delayed gratification is the whole game when it comes to that and i didn't want that like i wanted some i i felt like this year or 2020 last year i needed some some more instant gratification because you know i was in that that relationship for so long and then i'm now all of a sudden i'm alone i'm in la like i just i needed some kind of pick me up and it did it worked and and it gave me more self-confidence yeah but now i'm like i don't need that i think that now it's just like knowing like when you walk by a bmw you're like i could drive that if i wanted to i chose or i had that you know i had that baby and i turned her in it's like it's still empowering to know that you could and you're not and i could and if you ever want to talk about it to somebody (laughs) (laughs) if you ever have like if you just like miss it if you're sad if you're crying about trading in your bmw traumatizing trading in your bmw Talk to someone, or you're, you're you know, or you, you do have a spending addiction. That's a thing too. Yeah, People that's have very that. true. Yeah. Can you talk to Gina? You can talk to Talkspace. Ooh. Talkspace is a, uh, a therapy app uh, where you can talk to real licensed therapists uh, anytime you want. 
Talkspace is the number one online therapy platform that has thousands of licensed therapists trained in over 40 specialties, including anxiety, depression, relationship issues, substance abuse, and more. Your therapist can help you set and achieve your goals. It's also very affordable. Um, Talkspace is a fraction of the cost of in-person therapy. Instead of waiting for an appointment, you can send unlimited messages to your therapist 24-7, and they'll engage with you daily, five days a week. Talkspace has thousands of licensed therapists with years of experience and is secure and private using the latest end-to-end bank-grade encryption technology to store client information. I actually use uh, Talkspace and I love it because um, with regular therapy, you go once a week and you have to remember everything that happened, everything that you felt. But with Talkspace, it's, more expensive too. it's very much more expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, a month of Talkspace is about the price of one therapy session. Uh, in-person therapy session but I liked it because I can message my therapist whenever no matter what time it is you know and then they check their messages and they can respond with um, text messages or video chatting or voice message if you really like need someone to actually speak to you as a listener of this podcast you'll get a hundred dollars off your first month with Talkspace to match with a licensed therapist today go to Talkspace.com and make sure you use the code MOOD to get $100 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's mood at Talkspace.com for $100 hairs off your first month. And that is a lot of, of doll, doll hairs. hairs. <laughs> it really is. And lastly, we would like to give a shout out to Ritual. <laughs> Ritual. It, it really is. It really is. It really is. <laughs> I saw the panic in her eyes. Like, there is no oh segue. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, segue. Not going to happen. But anyways, uh, Ritual Vitamins. I've been taking these since like 2017 because yeah. I thought they were so cute. It smells like peppermint. It does. Mm. They're, it's the cutest vitamin on the market. And then, you know, what's more important than cute yeah. when it comes to vitamins? I mean, <laughs> hello. Yeah. <laughs> we love aesthetics. We deserve to know what we're putting in our bodies and why, especially when it comes to something you're taking every day. Ritual is a multivitamin reimagined with key nutrients and forms your body can actually use to help fill in the gaps in your diet with no shady extras. That's the biggest problem with vitamins is a lot of fillers. Yeah. So Ritual doesn't use all those nasty crappy fillers. comes out all neon yellow. Yeah. That's the fun part. That, yeah. I, I yeah. actually I like kind that. of enjoy that part. Um, Ritual's delayed release capsule is designed to deliver high quality nutrients, including vitamin D3, which a lot of women are short on vitamin get D3. That D. Yes. Mm-hmm. Three of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at the same three holes time. three d's it's the other now available for women men teens ritual multivitamins are specifically developed to help support different life stages your multivitamins are delivered to your door every month with free shipping always you can start snooze or cancel your subscription anytime and if you don't love ritual when the, within your first month they'll refund your first order so there's really like no risk to try get key nutrients without the bs Ritual is offering our listeners 10% off during the first three months. Visit ritual.com slash big mood to start your ritual today. Ritual.com slash big mood. I'm excited to start trying them because I ordered the prenatal ones and I ordered some for Isaac. The teen teen vitamins. Yeah. The prenatals, I've been on those and they're really good. But Jess, um, speaking of assets and stuff, that's actually kind of what's holding us up from moving to Vegas now is that so last year in September, we were super amped and I was getting super excited. We were making a plan. Uh, We got pre-approved on a loan so that we could start looking and we've been house hunting in Vegas, but at the beginning of this year, we got our house refinanced. It finally went through. It took yeah. like two or three months to go through. And the mortgage rates are so good right mm-hmm. now that now we went from paying 
$3,500 a month on our mortgage to paying $1,900 oh a month my God. in LA wow. in a three-bedroom, three-bathroom, like with an outdoor that's space. That, like you can't crazy. find this deal in no. LA, not even as a rental. No. So it's like, uh, but then also, do we want to leave this deal? Yeah, but also yeah. it's like you could sell that and get that cash back or yes. whatever, but then like trying to buy something else exactly. is also very hard right yeah. now. Because right it's very tempting to sell it and go find a bigger house in, in Las Vegas, and that's that was our plan. Yeah. But then, yeah, just like you're saying, when we were looking out there, houses were on the market for four days, sometimes less. Yeah. The places that we were looking at already had multiple offers on them, mm -hmm. and we weren't even like sure if that was it for us. So yeah. I don't want to make a decision out of like You're FOMO yeah. exactly yeah. emotional financial decisions usually come back to bite you in the ass yeah. like. right and we love our house like yeah. we really like it there so yeah now it's making us more on the fence um even though I dream about being in Vegas all the time uh I just wish I had like a swimming pool how so much is it to rent out there it's about the same as here um mm. oh. where it'd be like about two thousand dollars a month because I was thinking maybe we could rent our place out in it. LA. Me. <laughs> okay, there you go. Rinse and it then, out to Gina for yeah. <laughs> 2000 a month. It's dope. actually super cute. It has a laundry room. Leave and the cats. The way it's set up. <laughs> okay. You have like <laughs> eight cats in there. Oh, shit. Leave all of them. Yeah. Nibbler will love them. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, and actually, because the rooms are so spread out. Like you don't even feel like you have that many cats unless they're all in one room. Yeah. But it's like it's like one cat per 400 square feet. Yeah. <laughs> you always got a cat in there. So then where are you guys at now at this point? So we just bought an inflatable jacuzzi because... <laughs> I just feel like, honestly, Nikki, that was a very... a white trash summer. Yeah. I feel like that was a very poor financial decision on you guys. No, um, I did a lot of research. Mm, I don't know. I saw it. I saw the model. I just feel like we could have gotten a better price for that. You know? <laughs> no. You know why? I, I was like, why were these all like $300 last month, but now they're like $800? Whoa. Fucking Twitch streamers, man. Oh, yeah. I guess there's some trend now where you uh, do hot tub streaming yeah. and it's a trend to have an inflatable hot tub oh and God, stream from that. it so it went from like $300 like whatever we'll have a like a stupid time in a $300 hot tub to like now it's a thousand dollar investment oh, wait, if you so like you want it. it for a thousand dollars no no I found a, a deal a deal for 500 oh, but that wow. was after searching and price pricing things out for a while and doing tons of research on inflatable hot tubs. I could tell you everything about inflatable hot tubs. <laughs> I also did a ton of research on like how to maintenance them because a lot of people just think it's like, oh, you buy an inflatable hot tub and then yeah, it's like you no, put water you in it, boop, go. Oh, yeah. no, you actually need like all the chemicals and how to treat it and stuff. So oh, I have a whole treatment system. And the cool thing about the inflatable, because I was like, maybe we should get a real hot tub, but it's a 600 pound thing to mm. do. And I don't think you can like, I think you do need to crane it into our Whoa. patio if you did that. So I was like, that's too nah. much work. Um, so the inflatable, you can like, you can take it down anytime, you know, when mm. summer's over yeah. or you don't want it you anymore. Your back. Or you're going to show your house to right. potential buyers. Oh, I think you should leave <laughs> it up when you yeah. show your house. Yeah. <laughs> and think, it's so cute. I'm yeah. getting so many ideas because I have these like string lights back there. Yeah. And like, oh, it's nice. it'll be cute. It'll be trashy cute. So I want to put like, like a Budweiser neon mm -hmm. sign. Oh my god! <laughs> just have like a, you know, I mean, like a NASCAR trash. NASCAR yeah. back half patio. Yeah, yeah. I'm get you a NASCAR bikini. There you go. That's perfect. It's this perfect. is what happens when you have adult money. It's so yeah. much fun. Yes. Yeah. It's so, so much fun. Okay, we also got a robot bartender. We're just having the time of our life. Yeah. We're like, that bartender's listen, awesome. LA's been shut down for yeah. a fucking year now. Like, how do we make our house fun? So we have a robot bartender that makes all our drinks. He's really hot, get. by the way. He's very hot. I love hot. how you call it a robot, I know, I it's love just that. a machine. It's, it's called like a drink works by Cure, but they won't sponsor us. It's just a Keurig us, so we for alcohol. <laughs> exactly. But it actually carbonates. It makes its own soda. Like, it's they mix a 
perfect drink. Yeah. And the drinks are pretty pretty t- uh, potent. Like I get buzzed off of one drink and mm-hmm. two I'm I'm done. Yeah. Uh so yeah, we have a robot bartender. We're going to take our drinks to the to the inflatable hot tub. <laughs> have you Living set it up yet? Yeah. Do you life. have it yet? The the hot tub? Yeah. Yeah, but I haven't set it up yet. Mm. Um I have Invite like Invite us over. I will. I have <laughs> my rugs and then I'm getting new plants for out there and I'm going to have like I'm going to make it like a cute little We'll have my birthday party in your backyard. Yes. There you go. Yes. My pre-birthday cuz I'll probably Hell be gone yeah. by my birthday. No. No. You better be no. coming back for your retrograde. <laughs> also, <laughs> the fence is very low so I can sneak over anytime. There you go. You're going to hear bubbles at 4 actually. in the morning. <laughs> Oh yeah, I Gina's here again. Windows. <laughs> she, she has high heels. It'll yeah. be low for her. Oh my gosh, it's like seven feet tall. It's very, it's very tall. <laughs> I remember not being that. This another thing is that it's a corner lot, so it's like private and and quiet. Like I don't know, no. I I like a lot of our a lot of the things in our house. So and then we have another room for exercise equipment. So there's a treadmill and like home gym stuff. You have everything you need. Everything you need. It's off of the kitchen. Oh yes, before, I that. before Steve's before office. Steve's, yeah, yeah. That that room always throws me off. That I know it keeps going off. forever. Yeah. Like strange. It's very deceiving. Yeah, yeah. our house it. looks like it's just gonna be. You Your know, house straight reminds up and me. Down. Of, you know, like when you play Tetris and you get the one that's like three oh, yeah. going yeah. this way and three going that way. Like they actually shape. put one. That's yeah. exactly how it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. accidentally put one of the wrong spots. Now yeah. that's the extended room, yeah. but it's cool. I wanted to put a fake bookshelf in between the kitchen and the exercise room, so it looks like that'd be so cool. There's no rooms back there, and then it's like secret. Should be a, a shelf where you put like your sugar and all your 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 uh, yeah the pantry yeah, and the stuff. Pantry stuff. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. And then there's two more rooms behind it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And a bathroom and a laundry room and a bathroom. And laundry room. <laughs> you, could have, you could have secret slumber parties back yeah. there. That would be a great dungeon <laughs> if you actually like block right? off that wall and had a secret entrance. There's yeah. a lot you can do. Gina's like, I know. Look at her eyes. Rent that room. Can I please rent <laughs> your house? At, at one Your point, eyes started going. <laughs> there's somebody at one point too. If you put like real doors instead of the French doors, you yeah. could probably like rent that whole back area out because it has its own laundry, washer dryer, bathroom. Like it has its own like living room, mm-hmm. like everything. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we that could like could be like a rent out that little side. I wonder because you know how like the way your house is, like you have to like to get to your front door. You know how there's like that huge wall. There there. I wonder if you yeah. could put a door there. So it could be like Oh, there's entrance. another the neighbor has his front door in that area too though. Oh. Yeah. No, there's like a blank wall that you pass. Yeah. You go to yours. Mm-hmm. I don't think uh the HOA would let her blast through the Yeah, you can't do any wall. of that. That's true. Better to ask for forgiveness than permission. That's <laughs> true. That's why I got the jacuzzi and didn't ask. <laughs> blast down that wall. I got a fire pit last year and didn't ask and I got too many complaints because the smoke yeah. was going Oh everywhere. really? It was yeah. a lot of smoke. It was a lot of smoke, so I was I not happy with that fire pit. That's true. I was out there like <laughs> yeah. it was pretty bad. What'd you do it's with the fire like pit? I put it on the street. Oh. Back to the streets. You put it on the streets. What about you, Tiff? What have you been up to? Nothing. <laughs> I literally okay. And I, that's the end of the episode, guys. Yes. You got a bunch of plants outside. That's the one thing I was gonna talk about, and that's the only thing that, that I've really nice. been I've been doing with my time is yeah. I, I put now I'm a plant mom, but I've been a bad plant mom. So the one week that we went to Hawaii. I thought it was like, okay, one week, I watered you guys, yeah. I put globes in you guys, mm. you're going to be good. What that should have been okay. I got all kinds of plants. Oh. Um, but yeah, like, you know those water globes that yeah. they could like water themselves? So, it still died? Well, some- <laughs> Maybe you overwatered. Maybe. No, they were thirsty as fuck oh. when I got back. They were so thirsty. <laughs> and like- so- <laughs> <laughs> It was like Spongebob <laughs> when he's visiting Sandy. It was literally like that. And so I lost- Two of my, okay, so 
I have six Brussels sprout plants, and two of them completely died. Oh, I didn't know you could just grow, straight up grow Brussels sprouts in your backyard. Well, I'm yeah. attempting it. It's, I don't think I can't. I'm, <laughs> oh, I mean, maybe not. But. No, actually, those Brussels sprouts, they're by my garage, because oh. that's where the sun hits it. So it's, like, on the outside of my backyard. It's not even in my backyard. Oh. Um, and then, so the other plants, like, I, I one little primrose one it completely died and i'm like really sad because they were thriving Aww. they were they were doing so good i hate that feeling yeah and then the other one so that one i think it's completely dead too i had to trim it all down but like in the very roots it looks like it's like trying to come back alive so yeah. i have high hopes for that one and then the third one because i have three of those and the third one that one was like all droopy and dying but then i put water in it and then like it got erect Aww. like that same day i, I even took nice. a photo and i was so happy i was like look casey it got it came back up <laughs> so i was like oh my god so yeah those three i was like the most sad about because they're the, they were the ones that were like thriving the hardest yeah and then this other plant that i have a heliotrope that one was a like the buds were about to come out and start flowering i was so excited for that one and that one totally fucking died on me and I was like I'm so sorry I think you just bought plants that are a little too finicky because I was gone for 17 over 17 days and I watered mine and put globes in them and they all stayed alive wow so I think you just got the weak well also I I also did not realize that one of the plants that I had it had like an aphids infestation Mm. time for some ladybugs and then Mm -hmm. yeah I need to buy some I still have oh, You could just straight up buy ladybugs. Yeah. And they'll like stay on the plant. Like a jar. Yeah. Because that's what they eat. They mm-hmm. like eating the aphids. But I haven't gotten the ladybugs. And I just recently ordered neem oil, which a lot of people oh, were yeah, telling yeah. me to get. And I should have gotten it when I. Whatever. I didn't get it until just recently. And so a lot of these. They'll aphids, help with spider mites too. Yeah. And I have some of those too. Like there's like this infestation of yeah. all my plants with all these bugs. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I failed you guys. I was gone one week. Does that and happen I fucked like up. When, when you bought it at the store, they're already infested? It could. Like, how did they get infested? They, well, they also spread from plant to plant. So if one of your house plants has it at home, like they can yeah. spread it. Yeah, it was actually the Brussels sprouts that had them oh, initially. No. Yeah. And I didn't know that they Plants were Plants can there. be hosed, too. They I need know, Google Docs. It's like straight no. up. over there passing around STDs. But spider yeah. mites, oh, my God, are the bane of my fucking plant life existence. I use neem oil. Sometimes I feel like I won, and then they come back like yeah. they planted little freaking eggs or something. <laughs> what yeah. if you just get rid of all your plants and start over? Not all of them. I got rid of the ones that had the spider mites yeah. and they were in a separate section of the house. Okay. So mm. hopefully they don't come back. But yeah, it is. It pisses me off. I hate the second I see those little webs, I'm like, oh, it's going to be war. Yeah. Oh, and also I've had, um, have you gotten those gnats yet? Those mm. fungus, oh, the yeah. fungus nets? Oh, yeah, tiny ones inside yeah. the house. Because I have three plants inside the house. I got that. And I have one of those, like, little tiny gnats, like, flying around. But I always think it's, like, my eyelashes playing tricks on me. Because sometimes I have, like, mascara bits inside my eyeballs. And then... <laughs> <laughs> They're trying to eat your eyes? <laughs> no, so that's big eye problems, okay, Gabby? So, like, I get a lot of shit in my eyes all the time. And so sometimes, like, I'll be, I'll be like, blinking so and I'll see... assume you have gnats, like, always. <laughs> What's that Charlie Brown character with the yeah, fly? I know. <laughs> Lin- uh, no, so or Linus sometimes like Linus? not Linus. It's uh his pig pen. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah sometimes I'll see. Tiff just always has a gnat fly. I always have like shit or like my eyelashes, like it has like a chunk of mascara on it, and like I'll think something's like right here and I'll look and I'm like, oh shit, it's gone. It's my fucking <laughs> mascara. So I'm constantly like I never know what's real. <laughs> oh my god. But no, for crazy. sure I've seen this fucking gnat because my cats are always like doing the 
yeah yeah, <laughs> with yeah. Their mouth. Oh, i love that and the they're chips. like trying to hunt yeah. so i'm like okay i know that's not just my my eyeballs well wait, you'll know when you have an infestation though because they're freaking everywhere crawling freaking everywhere Ew. even though they have wings they just fuck those plants gotta crazy. go man yeah. i think i got lucky because my plants have no bugs in them or it's good or yeah but check your plants like, at the stores for like sure four stories up so i don't know if like they just don't get up like high up in the sky or um, I, I just know. bought plants that weren't infected. Yeah, they yeah. should. Like, for the most part, plants shouldn't have diseases or okay. problems. But, you know, like, it's not uncommon for, yeah. for a plant to catch something. Oh, man. The first time I see fucking gnats and spiders and shit, yeah. those plants are gone. Especially I have, if you get them from big box stores like yeah. Home Depot. Well, I did. Oh. I got, yeah. I got oh. four real plants from Home Depot because my house is full of fake plants. Yeah. And I was like, I want to be kind of a plant mom. So I bought four real ones and they're thriving. Good. And no gnats and bugs. So That's I'm like, awesome. I think I got lucky. I always get bit by mosquitoes the in that section. Mm-hmm. I got. True. Because they're not dying. Well, it's another thing, too, that's really difficult for me to figure out is because my my backyard, like the patio area where I have all my plants, it's all on like this counter space. And that part of my my property only gets sun about like an hour and a half ish, like tops, but like it moves. So it's not even like in one spot. So it doesn't get a lot of sun. So for that reason, I bought a lot of like house plants to put out there. But then I think the the amount of sun that they do get is too much for mm-hmm. them. So then I'm like trying There's to figure shaded it out. outdoor plants that you can buy. Or you yeah, can buy but those little... are the ones that are the ones I'm talking about that I think they're getting a little too much sun. So I actually have some, like I have my croton, my lily, and my atrium, atrium, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that one I have under my umbrella. So okay. I actually open my umbrella to shade those three plants because those were the ones that are getting like sunspots, like yeah. burning. They on don't their like leaves. direct sunlight. So I'm like, fuck, man, plant life is hard. Yeah, especially if you <sighs> have potted plants outside because. It's easier if they're planted directly into the ground with their outdoor mm-hmm. plants, but when they're potted, they like have different rules. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But the more you go through, the more you learn. Like, yeah, how but to problem then I, solve. I feel myself like kind of get um, like discouraged. Where yeah. I'm not, instead of being motivated to learn more, I'm kind of getting discouraged because I'm like, I don't fucking know. This is too hard. Kind of <laughs> like with cooking. Mm-hmm. I'm like, listen, I'll fucking cook if I have to, but if I don't have to, then fuck it. I don't know. It's too hard. So I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I think, uh, I think the plant life might not be. I think you for got me. too many plants. Maybe just have just like a, a lot few. Of yeah, I definitely have a lot of. Because that happens plants. when you're first getting started. You're like, oh my god, I want this one too, and this one, this yeah. one. Yeah, and then I, my my idea was to like fill up that whole space, and there's still like chunks of that cardboard spot. Yeah, like, wait, what? I said cardboard. No, there's still chunks of that countertop that is bald. And I'm like, I need to fill it I'll with more plants. I'll just send pictures of the ones I bought because I've had zero issues with them. And they're outside in a shaded area. Okay. So Venus flytrap. And it'll give you more I've confidence. I've only had one a Venus It was a Venus flytrap. Of course you would. Did you kill it? Uh, no. My, eat your cat. This one when I was like 19 years old. My ex took it. He loved them. It was fun to have. I almost bought that one too. Yes. Did they actually eat flies? Yeah, and then I put little ants in there too. Oh my gosh, you're yeah. feel so it. mean. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. Very weird that we own plants like that. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to tell you. There's a very exciting thing that I'm doing soon. What are you doing? But I can't tell you guys yet because it's a secret and I don't know if it's gonna be out yet. Why did you even bring it up? Because yeah. I wanted to share my excitement with you guys. Well, they know, oh, right? They know, but <laughs> but you can't say. I can't say. Wait, it. I know. Yeah, we know. Yeah, you guys oh. know. But we can't say. Can yeah. say it yet? We can't say it. Yes. Because we got a wrap. But maybe know. if you tune in next week. 
We'll be here. Don't make promises. And maybe I said maybe. Not promise. I said maybe. Clear about the maybe. And maybe maybe aliens will land next week. We don't know. Maybe Tiff's plants will survive. You never know. Who knows? I don't know. It's like a rocky and bold. Oh my god! Wait. Actually, before we go, can somebody make Jess fall in love with them really hard in LA so so that she doesn't move and she's like, I can't leave because I want to be with this guy. Please, please, Jess, somebody. Yeah, you guys have an assignment. I'm in love with watching my money grow, bitch. Okay, rich guy that gives her money. No, I don't want his money. No. Oh, fine. Go back to your Google Docs. Yeah. <laughs> See you next week, everybody. Bye. Bye. Thanks for watching. Make sure you guys give us a thumbs up and five stars and everything. I love Don't you. Bye. Like us, so we need it. We're needy. Go buy Billy Razor. <laughs> <laughs>